This podcast is brought to you by LTASex.com. Live, laugh, love, LTASex. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where we teach you what it really takes to have a perfect relationship. I'm your host, Jerome Stewart Nichols, sex educator and creator of LTSX.com. You know, those glossy Instagram selfies look great, but they don't tell the whole story. There's a hell of a lot that goes on behind closed doors that make strong, healthy, and sexually satisfying relationships. From the basics of communication and fighting fair, to full-time DS relationships and navigating the politics of polyamory, Behind Closed Doors offers you the expert advice and first-hand experience you need to get and maintain the relationship that's right for you. To keep up with the show, visit ltasex.com slash Behind Closed Doors for links to everything regarding the show. Subscribe to Behind Closed Doors on iTunes or Stitcher. You can keep up with me on Twitter at NotJeromeStewart or on Tumblr at ltasex.tumblr.com. Oh, and as always, if you have questions you want to answer or have some feedback about the show, uh, send it to me, Jerome at LTASX.info, J-E-R-O-M-E at L-T-A-S-E-X dot I-N-F-O. But enough of this shilling bullshit, let's get into the sex and relationships. As far as I'm concerned. Anyways. Hi. Sorry if that was too loud. I was testing uh, the microphone. I thought it was working and then it um, seemed like it wasn't. And then everything seems to be working fine now. Anyways. (coughs) Welcome to another episode of Behind Closed Doors, Children's. Um, I know we've been gone for like two weeks now, but you know, I've been living life. Uh, Bubby got fired from his job, so I've been working a lot of extra hours. Uh, we had this episode recorded actually like uh, back in the middle of October. I just haven't had time to uh, put it up, but uh, I have time now. Uh, I'm hopped up on coffee first thing in the morning. I'm on a new antidepressant, so I can actually like have motivation to get up in the morning. <gasps> Kel Supreze, what that? What's, what's all that about? Anyways. So, uh, this episode today, it's about encouragement. Uh, I called it a kick in the ass because that's exactly what it is. Uh, Bubby, he has this tendency to sort of stagnate. I do too. Uh, and although this episode is a lot of me, like, you know, pushing him, pushing him, pushing him. In a lot of ways, it's me pushing myself. Uh, so anything I'm saying to him about, you know, What the fuck are you waiting for? Do something great with yourself. You know, you can take that from me too. And I think that this episode is an excellent um, example of how you can encourage your partners. I think it's an excellent uh, example of how, like, not just people in DS relationships, because that's a lot of why I'm so forceful with him. uh, But, you know, people in, you know, non-DS relationships, you we need to be more pushy with our partners and by pushy i mean supportive and encouraging i don't think that you need to like make them feel bad about you know them not going for their dreams but i do think that um when you see your partner floundering or you see them sort of like stagnating you need to step up and fucking say something because it is our responsibilities as the people closest to our partners um, to be the ones that, that, 
that tell them when we see that they are not reaching their full potential. I know for me, I, I, I don't want to be in a relationship where I'm with somebody who won't tell me, Jerome, you're fucking up. I know this sort of shit can be tough for people, but the fact of the matter is, like, it's so crucial to being a good person or, like, a better person, becoming the best you that you can be. You have to have that outside feedback, otherwise, you, you know, you can be living in your head thinking that you're doing everything right, and in fact, well, you're just sort of fucking up which is what Bubby's been doing and honestly it's a lot of what I've been doing and both of us have been um he also got a medicinal change as well um so both of us have been doing really well with that and we're sort of like moving forward and I'm posting I posted something on LTSX again I've actually got quite a few articles uh that are in the uh that are written I need to go out to be edited. I don't know how long that'll be before they'll go up. I don't even know if they'll be up, you know, around the time that, you know, this goes up. It may be, you know, a week or more. Um, but there is a new article up on the site now about kicking autumnal depression's ass. Uh, as you can see from, you know, listening to previous episodes where I'm like, eh, to now, um, I did a pretty good job at that. So I wanted to share uh, some of my... Uh, tips that I had for people and I think you should really check it out uh, just check it out on ltsx.com it's going to be the top post um, if you go to ltsx.com slash home and you if you go to, if you're on ltsx you can click, click uh, blog and it'll take you right to the blog row with all the, our latest posts also I believe if you scroll to the bottom of any page all our latest posts will be there as well I don't know if anybody has noticed that anyways before we get into the sex and relationships, you know, love to do here on Behind Closed Doors. Support my Patreon campaign, everyone. Yes, the Patreon. Uh, Patreon is the way that you uh, show your appreciation for LTA sex. I mean, if you don't have money that you can offer on a monthly basis. You can also donate to us via PayPal. Uh, you can send it to Jerome at LTA6.info. If you want to donate, though, you can go uh, donate via Patreon, uh, become a monthly uh, supporter of LTA Sex. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash keep it sexy. Jesus Christ. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash K-E-E-P-I-T-S-E-X-Y. Uh, Alright, I'm going to stop uh, trying to get you to give me money uh, for this thing that I love to do. And uh, I'm going to give you some fucking advice. So, here's the sex and relationships, everyone. Have a great day. What the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with me? Yeah. I have a headache. I'm tired. I figured those things out. I'm keeping my distance from you. Because I'm obviously doing something that's upsetting you. So I'm just trying to keep my distance. Until we could talk about it or figure it out. Okay. Let me say this. 
and I'm going to express some feelings right now. Prepare to feel attacked. Prepare to feel hurt. And I hope that you will, after talking this week, will respond better than you have recently because you are prepared and you have braced yourself for those emotions that are going to come up and bring feelings that you don't like. Well, I don't like that you started the podcast with what the fuck is wrong with you. It's not really a positive note to start on. I think it's a very positive note to start on. I should say something about that, though. I recognize how that could be seen as hurtful. I am... In my newly medicated state, I am a person that does not like to not say what's on my mind if I feel like it's necessary to say. And I also don't feel like I should hide the emotions that I'm trying to get across when I have a specific when I actually like know the phrase to use to express to you exactly how I feel in this moment Mm -hmm. so like what the fuck is wrong with you that frustration that sort of like let's just get to the point of the matter here what's going on tell me what's tea bitch what's what the fuck is wrong with you then why are you <coughs> annoyed? You said you were feeling annoyed. Well, I'm annoyed with you. Because you're being sort of a bummer. How? You're not relaxed or chill. Like, I I thought that me being happier would make you happier. And it does seem to have made you happier in the way that, like... Oh, here's a piece of the bong. Um, like, you you have the emotion of happiness. You have positive emotions, but you're still the same bitter, dour, sad, mopey, yell-at-me-for-no-reason person. And I don't fucking like it. Like, when I met you, I was, I didn't, I wasn't depressed. Like, I was more like this when I first met you. And I was able to I don't know, get you to stop acting so goddamn like dour but I've been trying for like a year basically now and you just are so dour still 
and like you keep yelling at me for no reason and it's even more jarring because I'm happy not only am I happy, but I'm energetic and I'm positive, I'm optimistic, and we have these projects that we're trying to get done, and you know, we're going forward, and you know, you seem to be doing okay with your medicine and like getting that switched out for you, and yet still, it's like every day I wake up and you're a fucking bummer. Like, it's not one day since I've been taking this medication that you haven't been down. You need to keep in mind. Like, and not just down, but like mean to me right and it's not the down that really bothers me because if you recall in those first couple of days I was always not always you know I was there to get you chipper and I had a lot of energy to help you but then you started attacking me again and now it's sort of like I don't like this and in my current state, I am very clear about what I do and don't like and what I do and don't want to put up with. So it's making me like immediately just like, no, I don't want to be with this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to be around this. Okay. And it's sort of making it more difficult for me to push aside your little um, flare-ups of anger that you have periodically. Okay. And I also feel like you're sort of stagnating at this place here where, like, you're fine being this grumpy. I know you still have, like, you know, you're dealing with your fogginess and what whatnot, but like at this point, you should understand certain things, and you're just not doing it. That's what it feels like. It feels like you're afraid to take the next step of being a fully functional human being, emotionally at least, because you have the ability to recognize like why you feel the way you do. You have learned both, um, you've learned, uh, DBT and CBT. You have a supportive partner. You have regular therapy. You have the skills. But it feels to me and it has felt to me for a long time that you are resting on your laurels and not progressing as fast as you could if you really took a handle and got ahead of this. I keep finding you sitting still and waiting for a problem to come up before you like progress forward and get better. And I want you to get better because it is something that truly matters to you. And you may say, I don't understand because I'm not so sad anymore. But you know what? Like last week I was sad. I actually wasn't going to say that. Well, I'm glad. 
that didn't even come into my mind. But I'm still going to make this point. And even through my sadness, I made an appointment with my doctor and I stuck to it. Mm-hmm. And I went and I got the medication I needed because I was just done. And you did too. You went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I did. I and we're waiting. Really good to go to the doctor. Right. And um, this is my second day of my regular medicine. Um, continue where you were finishing up a point I don't remember I want you to start talking I've been talking since we started recording and I feel like I'm just yelling at you um I can see why you would think that well I think that first of all it sounds like you have really progressed um, it's really good that you were able to go to your doctor and get on new medication. That seems to be really helping for you. You can tell a very drastic difference from the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really good. I'm really proud of you for, um, going and getting that done. Um, I recognize what you're saying. That, you know, I still deal with flare-ups and triggers. And, um, you know, I, I apologize if that is, because I imagine it's very unsettling. And... You know, I I did just start my new medication, so I'm looking um, forward to have that kick back in, because I have, like, none of it in my system. I'm working on building that up. Um, You know, I want to explain that when I was yelling, or getting loud before we went to Myers. I did not mean to yell at you. I was not trying to yell at you. I was raising my voice because I knew what I was talking about in reference to the to-go chicken. But I didn't know the name of it. And so I did get louder because it was frustrating, but it was also like, I'm almost there. I almost have this, you know, it wasn't, uh, you're annoying me and just shut up, leave me alone. It was, you know, half frustration, half excitement. Um, because there are things that I still you know, have a hard time remembering the name of. Um, that being one of those times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
try and watch my demeanor around you and in general and you know I hope as time progresses that you know this is something that we can move forward from I apologize for frustrating you I'm very happy that you're happy it's a matter of I'm trying to find my happiness now And you helped me a lot with that. And I appreciate that a lot. You teach me really good lessons. And, you know, I don't take that for granted. I'm glad to hear that. I will say that it I don't feel like it fully addresses my points did you have more you wanted to add no Okay. I hear what you're saying. But I I understand what you're saying and I will take that in <coughs> <coughs> into account. Um the next time I, the precursor to when I start feeling these feelings of um, scaredness. I'm not sure. I'm getting a little frustrated. Because I know I said a lot. Um so I understand So I understand like it would be hard to reply so I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna try to get my points resolved so that I can feel heard you're being a bummer let's start there all right I'm being a bummer I'm being a bummer you need to realize that I just started my medicine and that I'm working on it and I'm not going to be in a happy, as happy place as you. So there's two things. How can we meet in the middle of that? I understand I'm being 
a downer, a bummer, annoying. And I don't want to be. I want to be helpful. And I want to be happy with you. It's going to take me a little bit of time from these meds to kick in. And I'm not saying that because that's the miracle problem. Like, my meds are going to cure everything. It also comes along with therapy and my own personal effectiveness. Um, but I'm addressing the problem that has that was a major problem um, recently. That's why I'm addressing that. So where can we meet in the middle to where I'm not being a bummer, but I'm able to let my meds kick in. What, what could I do? Um, I'm going to be honest and say I don't know. Like, Can I ask something? Yes. Have I not been Bobby enough? Is no, you have not. And I feel this sense of like... Okay. <clears throat> you remember how I told you that sometimes when people act weak... That, that tends to like trigger me to attack them lately you've been acting very like not submissive but like just weak Like, things that a couple weeks ago would not have bothered you are bothering you now. And you're, like, screaming at me for them. And I've told you this several times when you get to, like, really bad places. I honestly and truly believe you get so bad because you let it and because you feed into it. Because I just see you. And I know you're not chemically different. Because your body, like the way you hold yourself, is not different. Like you're the same person. Your eyes don't change. None of the signifiers that I know of. And that I've learned in two years of dating you. Changes. The only thing that changes is like your will. That can be a hard thing to grasp. My own willpower, that is. But, like, 
Why is it so hard? I believe it's accompanied by not having a great sense of self. Making it hard to making my willpower hard to remain stable. Feelings of doubt, insecurity, unsure. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I do. I do understand what you're saying about the aggression, the unnecessary aggression. And I apologize for letting that get out of hand. Sometimes when I'm trying to work on myself, I focus too much on one area instead of a general thing. And sometimes it makes me lose track of my security within myself. That's kind of the main thing. That's what drives the anger, what drives the fright, what drives the unsteadiness. And sometimes I lose sight of that. Because I'm trying to work on something specifically when I should be doing it generally, and that's my fault. So I apologize if I have been not doing my exact part and not falling into my headspace. Um... It has been very stressful lately for me, honestly. And I'm sorry to take that out on you. Because you're here to help me not be my punching bag. Are you feeling better, though? Yes. I am. I've actually, the past two days, have felt pretty okay. Aside from being tired, I'm able to recognize that, oh, I'm tired and I have a headache and I'm hungry. So I did things to fix those things and it did help. Um, and I will say, as you were describing everything, you know... I did take it personally, but did not let it affect judgment or affect the conversation. And that's a really nice feeling. I don't feel upset. 
you're just trying to share your feelings with me and be honest and work out something that we can both agree on together to make a more pleasant environment. And I think that's really cool. I see. I would say that's a stop. It is. But I'm not satisfied. But you don't have to be satisfied. If I'm not satisfied, then that means that there's something that I'm not expressing or that I don't feel resolved. Would you like to take time and think about it? Because I don't, I honestly don't know how else to express anything right now unless it comes up. I've said what I think and feel, honestly. And I don't want to just talk to talk. Because I would like you to be able to feel resolved. Hmm. I don't know why. Do you feel like you don't want to be around me? Yes. Do you resent me for being grumpy? Yes. Why? The fe- that feeling I have is. Ugh! Come the fuck on! Ah! I don't think that's really fair, though. It's not really about fair. No, it's not. But you want it to lean in your favor, and that's not. I want it to. Be just. But just in this case means <coughs> leaning in your favor. <coughs> no. Just in every case meaning just. So what would be just? Hmm. These are good questions you're posing. As Gail would say. These are good questions you're bringing up. Looks like pizza. I'm gonna kick you in the nuts if you don't shut up. I might kick you in the nuts anyway. I know you like that sort of thing. That's the one. Um, 
you... Okay, I'm going to talk for a bit, and I'm going to see if you can catch anything in what I say. I'm frustrated. I'm... I feel anchored by you. Because it often feels like you're not making progress. Like you're making progress. But it all always feels like you're not living up to your full potential. I don't know what my full potential is. I don't know what it is either. And maybe I have too much faith in you. Or maybe my expectations like a better way to put that would be like my expectations are too high because I'm doing the best I can I'm trying and you said I was I am trying it's not about doing the best you can I believe you are doing the best you can but I don't believe you're living up to your potential but I'm trying to figure out what that potential is and I get that and remember, I have been patient for a long time. I, and I'm not disrespecting that at all. I don't want it to seem like I am. But I don't... I know what deer in the headlights is for me, and I know I'm not doing that right now. When we first got together... You were the one who was always like, let's just go. Let's go do this. Let's move. Let's move. Let's move. Let's move. Let's do something. And I was always so puzzled as to why you did that. It was really because you got into the habit of it because you hated being at home. But you also sort of were like being adventurous and exploring the world and you're not doing that anymore that sounds like a main problem it sounds like something that would cause a, quite a bit of disturbance for you it because is. you say I'm the fun one you're supposed to be the fun one but you're not being very fun you haven't been fun in a long time like and this is not something that was like post seizure or pre seizure post seizure this is like post seizure post seizure post seizure post seizure then you're not fun. Like, basically ever since you moved back in with me, you haven't been fun. What is fun? Um, fun is relaxing. And I'm describing fun for me, by the way. Fun is sleeping in and not spending the entire day worrying about something it's 
getting up and taking care of errands. It's 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 holding you know you close and and just being silly. It's you know us talking about the play life of truffles and and taking gigantic bong rips and recording podcasts and just not being worried constantly. When I say I feel anchored, I think what I really mean is that I feel anchored by the weight of your anxiety. It's like nothing. It's it's like I'm getting like to the point where I'm just like, is there nothing that's going to soothe your anxiety? Nothing? Like not even me being happy is going to let you be happy? Nothing? Come on. Like. How do you think it feels for me? And it would be great if you would talk about that. Because it feels shitty being alone and the only one who's like pulling for some sort of like fun here. It feels like all you want is distress because that's all you do. Like, you treat fun as if it's only, like, self-care. Like, it's only something you do when things are bad, and you just don't... You don't even go to it first. It's like, things have to be terrible before you'll go color somewhere. Every other time, if you can stand being in your head, you are just letting your anxiety run the fuck wild. That's what it feels like I see and we have so many other things we could be focusing on we both have great ideas for like enterprises of our own that could make us you know a decent amount of money like these could be really life altering decisions that we could be making and you are stuck And then you you keep trying to like hug me and touch me and rub me and, and crawl under me just so you could be sad for longer. Because none of that ever makes you feel better. It just frustrates me. It comforts me. It doesn't. Because you don't get better. You just go deeper into the depression. It never helps. Remember, we had this discussion earlier this year and I told you you were being like an emotional succubus you keep just wanting to like hug me and touch me and crawl under me and get all the crap that you possibly can and you don't want to actually hold yourself up on your own and it's really draining and it's a cycle with you
I would like you to say something. I'm feeling very anxious. About? This whole conversation. Why? Because I can tell that you're kind of on edge. Yeah, I'm on edge. Because I'm tired of having this conversation with you. I didn't really have a fun day with you. Like I did. But you were distant. And that made me feel awkward. But I was distant. And that's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault. It's just... It didn't seem like it was as fun as it could have been. Maybe that's me. That is what I'm talking about. You see awkwardness and you choose to act more awkward. You choose to make it worse. The reason why we are having this conversation right now is because I said what to you? I don't like this vibe. This vibe, I mean the situation where I'm the one who's upbeat and you're just sort of like being dour off in a corner. You're not paying attention. You're not here with me in the moment. You're just somewhere else being anxious about everything. I don't know what to say without being mean or saying something that I would like you to give me some I honesty. Don't. I'm a little annoyed with you because you were sad for a while. For a long while, for a long time. And then now that you're happy, it's like, well, why aren't you happy? Come on, come on. You need to be I'm trying to get there. Have you I not been telling you this even when I was it. sad? I understand that. I, I was telling you that you were a downer even when we, even when I was still sad. I know that I am a downer. I know that you know that about me. But you're not. This is this is the thing you don't get is that you're not really a downer you're not really an anxious person these are all things that you have like picked up as new habits like I know from my I'll, I'll say from my depression and like how it changes me and my personality it doesn't really change the things that I like right Nothing I like really changes so fucking much. What changes is my desire to be around those things and be with those things and experience those things. What changes is like the, the benefit I get from doing those things. Yeah. The enjoyment I can get out of them. <laughs> right? And for you, 
or like just speaking about me again. I don't want to speak for you. Um, and being happy. The only thing that's really changed is that I have optimism. I can see the good in stuff now. And, and, go ahead. And remember, I'm a person that picks up on things like that. And I am not exactly feeling that yet. I can tell that it's going to get there. What else? Thank you for explaining. That makes more sense. I'm sorry for not being fun. <coughs> I'd really like to know what's on your mind. <coughs> <coughs> sorry. <coughs> <coughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Processing. You're processing. <laughs> I've said everything that's on my mind. You've said everything that's on your it mind. It isn't me. <laughs> I want you to say something mean. I don't think you understand what I mean when I say don't be mean. It's okay to be snippy. Because sometimes, <coughs> especially with you, in your anger is where you say the most honest things that you can possibly say. And it's not about not saying mean things. It's about, like, gaining the truth that only anger will allow you to put forth. Especially with you, being that anger was the only way you could express yourself. So there's probably certain things you can't even unlock. Some truths you can't even, like, see until you crack that box of anger. It feels like this. I understand what you're saying. I hear you. I feel you. And I understand where it would get frustrating dealing with someone like me every fucking day. And I'd say I know what that's like because I have to deal with me all the time. May not always be in the best way. But I have to deal with it. I need you to give me some more time. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're trying to do. And I appreciate it so much because I need this. But at the same time, it, I'm not going to rush for anyone. Because I'm not going to fuck things up again and do some half ass shit like I always do and then not be better I know I fuck up a lot and I know 
that I'm fucking maddening. But I'm not going to let anyone rush me this time. And I'm not going to let myself do half-ass shit. If I'm going to work on it, I want to make it good. And I know I'm not going to be perfect. And I understand that. And I accept that. But I want to try and be the best me that I can be. Instead of half-assing something for once in my life. You don't think I would love to be happy again like I was when I was a little kid? Because I do, and I know it's possible. It's hard digging through all the bullshit that I've had to put up with, and I'm not saying, like, oh, poor me. But for me, it can be hard to do. I'm going to get there. I've half-assed my way through high school. I've half-assed my way through a relationship with you. Through fucking the first time I went to the psych ward and all the therapists I saw. And I don't want to have to do that anymore. I don't want to have to keep living like this for the rest of my life. Okay, I don't see how how taking your time before you do something is going to help you be better. But it's not taking my time before doing something. I'm doing stuff right now. What are you doing? I'm making sure that I remember the things I learn. I'm making sure that they're ingrained. I'm making sure I find out the most about my brain and how it works and how I can control it instead of letting it control me. Are you writing these things down? Are you taking notes? Yes. I type them out. I write them down. I set reminders. So that I remember these things. So they don't leave my memory again. I'm not just doing nothing and just waiting with my thumb up my ass. I mean, no one said you couldn't put your thumb up your ass. Well, yes, it's very pleasant, but I'm not just doing nothing. I do a lot more than you think I do. I really do try to remember these things. And it's new, and it can be scary, but I like it. I like doing this. I like having these conversations with you instead of fucking yelling all the time and being fucking weird. I'm glad that we can fucking talk. I like talking to you. I like being honest with you, and I like you being honest with me. I'm sorry that I haven't been any fun. I've just been so focused on 
trying to fix myself. I'm sorry if I let that get in the way of fun with you. Sweetie. You bring a lot of happiness into my life. And I want to be able to do the same. You cannot spend so much time trying to fix yourself that you don't live. And I think that's what you've been doing. Because I'm trying. And I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know how to... I don't... I don't know what to do. You should not let an effort to do something detract from other parts of your life. You need to keep them all in balance. Well, not all. Like, you can drop some. But they, like, not all of them matter. Let's be real. But, like, you should not be making us fight because you're wasting time thinking about bullshit that's not even here. But I do think about the stuff that does happen. That's what I think about. Is this, I don't always make up situations. I'm not talking about making up situations. I'm talking about just like situations we're not currently in. Like in this moment. I need you to be pleasant. And I need you to stop. What? Stop crinkling the paper. In this moment, I need you to be kind, and I need you to be sweet, and I need you to have fun, and I need you to not yell at me. These are simple things that I need from you, like just in the current moment, and I, like, there's not, I don't see a reason why you can't manage that, like just in this moment, this one moment here, like there's nothing wrong just like why can't you just like not yell at me i haven't been yelling you have no this conversation this know. moment right here that we're talking about i have not i have held myself together for you and i've been trying to have a meaningful conversation that we can both be heard because i could have yelled and i could have stormed off by now but i didn't because i wanted to listen to you and I wanted to give you the respect and love that you deserve by listening to you and not doing that and choosing not to do that and to stay here and to have a good conversation with you that's pleasant. You know what? I'll actually give you that. I may not always do things the way that you want them done or do, but I do things. It may not always be what you want or expect, but I do things. I've been making you more dinner. I've been trying to make sure you get your meds and your tea without asking me. I've been trying to make sure you've been ready for work. I know I don't always do the right things, but I do try on the things that I know and the things that I try for you. Because believe me, I wanted to storm off as soon as you started talking, but I was like, no. He deserves better than that. 
and do something different. I did something different and look at this great conversation we're having. Look at the feelings we're getting to share even though it's frustrating. I know it's not always what you expect, but I do try for you. I love you. I won't be happy with you. I am happy with you because you're my mister man. I love you so much. I'm sorry I haven't been happy. I'd like to be happy with you. Part of it is money worries. And <coughs> he got fired from his job. I and it has been stressful, like losing my job sucks and feeling this way fucking sucks. And I know you know that. I know you know what that's like. But I love you. I'm here for you. I wanna make you happy. Because I love you. And we can, we can color and do stuff like this together. I'm sorry. I hear you. And I hear you. And I'm sure that this is difficult and frustrating for you. I guess no in small part or in no small part because you feel like you're putting in a lot of effort and you know, you're working as hard as you can, but you know, here I am complaining to you about you not doing good enough. That's one of the re not you specifically, but this is again another reason, like we talked about in therapy, why I don't have that. Yeah, I did something mm -hmm. feeling because not this, but similar situations have come up in the past that were more negative that made it harder to feel that way. With us or with your mom? Both. Hmm. Mostly my family. But I love you. I'm sorry. I'm trying to work through it. It can be hard when I get down. Because when I get down, I don't want anyone to touch me. And I just want to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's hard to get out when you go that deep. My emotions are very, very strong. And they really kind of hold on to me. No matter what they are. I don't think they hold on to you. I think you hold on to them. I could see that. And I'm learning to let them pass like clouds because that's what they are. They're just like clouds. 
They are equivocal. I know what I'm going to say is going to sound like I hear what you say and I'm gonna let you finish. Would do better. <laughs> I know it's gonna sound like that. But this is more of like a actionable suggestion. I understand that. That's what I figured it was from the beginning. Okay. I just wanna make sure we're clear. Yeah. That's how I've been taking this whole thing, is that you're Expressing your opinion with the express purpose of, hey, I noticed that you're doing something and I'm concerned. Why don't why address this issue and address my feelings on it and we talk about it and see where it goes. And hopefully it'll get better. Yes, that is essentially the point of this podcast. Yeah. Um, That's a first. What? Me picking up on what you're actually talking about? 3,800 episodes in? What? Um, no. So, I, I think something that would be good for you and good for us would be for you to remember that no one wants to pet a dog who's growling. Or sneering. No one wants to. Because that dog is a dog that wants to bite. Sneering is a metaphor for grumps, depression. Being down, dour, anxious, too serious. Not relaxed, whatever it is that you're doing at the moment that's causing you to be irritable and shitty. Even though our lives are great, despite the fact that you got fired from a job that you didn't want and came up with an idea for a website that can make you a lot of money if you actually went forth and did something with it. And we're working together as a team to make both of our website ideas come to fruition. So, really, nothing's wrong because rent is still paid. Nothing wrong. And we're not behind on anything. Yeah, hair looks great. And my hair looks great. And he has an interview at my job. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. He got me kind of a shitty job. And I might get him kind of a shitty job that pays a lot more. <laughs> Yay. Tonight is a shitty job. Yay. It's when you're not being Bobby. Bobby. When you're now. Yes. When you're not being Bobby, you're just not fun. You put Bobby me, is fun? Yes. You put me on edge. Yeah. And you make me not want to be around you. It makes me not want to look at you. Not want to touch you, not want to hear no, you. No. You're fine. Mm. But it makes me just like recoil from you. Just like automatically. I'm sorry. And like you cross my mind a lot because you know you're an important person in my life. But like 
during the day when you cross her mind, it brings up aggravation. All the time? In times like this. Like today when you thought about me? Yes, every time I thought about you, my heart would race and I would get mad at you again. And I'd be like, ugh. That's why I reacted the way I did when I called you and you like missed the bus and in my head I was like, ugh. Like I was, this is, this is where I was at. I, I literally said to myself, I was like, ugh, this motherfucker. That would only happen to him. Like why the fuck is he always fucking shit up? Well, you're the one that told me to fucking move. I, exactly. But I didn't realize that. No, I realized it. It just didn't matter because you were the one who fucked up in my head. If I was listening to you, I would have just waited on that side of the street until the bus came. (laughs) I'm sure. But at the same time. Do I not listen to you and just say... Because I did try and get back across, but it I just couldn't. No, like for, like did it stop at the other stop? I saw it coming, and I was like waving it down and like telling them to stop it. And I was trying to cross the street, and they just took off. And I was like halfway across the street, and I was like waving, and I just kept going. Like, I almost got to it, but, like, the traffic was really heavy because it was, like, 5 o'clock. Huh. And it happened after I got off the phone with you. Like, I did try and catch it and do the right thing, but it was just, the traffic was really bad. And I did what you said, and I yelled, and I, like, waved at him. Not stupid. The problem is you act stupid so much. Because you, I know, but this is all okay. This is part of the problem I didn't realize until you said it just now. You act stupid when you're in this brain space where all you're focusing on is fixing yourself. You Mm. make a lot of stupid fucking mistakes. And Bobby, huh? Bobby, no. When you're not being bubby. You make a lot of stupid fucking mistakes. Like really dumb fucking mistakes. That that don't need to happen. And they're aggravating because I get tired of telling you. And it's because you're not paying attention. What I didn't what I didn't think about before is why you're not paying attention. I'm trying to do the right thing. You know that. I know. But what I'm saying to you is I'm putting together a lot of the things that I've been telling you. And one of the things I'm telling you is that you keep making stupid mistakes because you're not paying attention. And try to learn. Right. And the thing is, you already know. Mm-hmm. That's part of why you get so frustrated mm-hmm. when I tell you. Because you're like, I know. Why did I make that mistake? And the why mm-hmm. is because you're not paying I'm too attention. Preoccupied. You're preoccupied in your thoughts and your fears and your anxieties so and I'm you're letting, not in this moment. So I'm letting my helpful knowledge get in the way of actually being helpful. Helpful knowledge? The stuff I'm learning, the stuff that I'm focusing on and yes. working on. But I'm letting my helpfulness get in the way of actually 
letting it help me with what you're telling me with your words with, with these words yes that's not how I would put that but yes these words yes mm-hmm mm. Die from a kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I feel relieved now. He has to bury her now. I mean, we didn't snatch her wig, so she should be fine. Yeah. Why'd you just have to snatch her wig like that? Put her edges back. She can ask you for all I that. Gave her the thunder one with this on it. Ha, 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 ha.